No, I listen to it all the time. I tell all my friends to smack it raw. Podcast contains mature content. The views and opinions expressed by the host are not necessarily those of the host. So discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Smack and Raw Podcast, episode two twenty-seven. I am your host, the patron saint of podcasting, the warden Matt Ritter, and I am here with my co-host, uh, who's beating now Vince two to one this year for the title of Pornhub Poppy, Miss Katie Kinsey Bay Bay, and. <laughs> We didn't come alone for the very first time on Pornhub and on the Smack and Raw podcast. Uh, he is a superhero, a power lifter, a wrestling fan, and a co-host of the Jobber Tears podcast. It's Sir Wilkins. What's going on, man? Hello, 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 the beautiful world of Pornhub. <laughs> well, Pornhub, YouTube, Spotify, everywhere you can get podcasts. But I mean, I mean yeah, but but it's it's, it's you got to talk about Pornhub. If you can be the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub because nobody else is on Pornhub, why not be the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub? Like it is what it it's is. The only way to do it. The only way to do it. So you just got back from a wrestling show. How was that? It was. It was good. It was good. Um, House of Glory. That we had our our all women's tournament to crown our new women's champion so it was it was pretty fucking awesome it is late right now in new york city Mm -hmm. that's where i am um it is past midnight past my bedtime but i decided to to, to (laughs) guest appear on this amazing show and i i absolutely appreciate it um want you to be comfortable i want you to be authentically you because that's why people are going to come watch you know, I don't want Sir Wilkins light. I know you're tired, so no, wake no. you up. We'll get you into it. Uh, Katie is also on the East Coast, so she's feeling you as well. Yep. Okay. Oh, where are the East there. Coast? Are you, Katie? Uh, I'm Pittsburgh. Oh, Pitsy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I didn't know Pittsburgh was in Pennsylvania until like I was like 14 years old. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never knew that. I was like, oh, I thought Pittsburgh was like in some random place in like the, the like middle America, but nah, it was like <laughs> right by New York in Pennsylvania. Yeah, we, yeah, we're the heart of Pennsylvania, no matter what anyone else says. Or as I like to say, the pits of Pennsylvania, but neither here Shut nor up. there. Uh, uh, think y'all, you think y'all winning this weekend? I don't watch football. I don't know. I, don't know I, I don't watch football either. Um, if we win, cool. If not, oh well. <laughs> 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 understandable i know the bears ain't doing shit but they just fired matt Nagy, so that's a plus oh yeah well yeah that's a yeah. good thing <laughs> but uh let's talk a little bit of news and rumors so uh first and foremost one of the biggest topics this week was uh kenny lashing back at fans on twitter uh over <laughs> some things that they were coming at him and saying and then there was a discussion of well he's an evp he should represent himself 
better and so on and so forth. I personally don't look at Kenny doing what he did the same way I look at what Tony Khan did, which was fucking stupid. Tony attacked someone that used to work for him because he didn't like criticism. Kenny was being attacked and came back at motherfuckers, which I'm not a Kenny Omega fan, but I, I respect that. Like, you don't come for me and expect me to just bite my tongue. Like, if you're going to talk shit, expect them to talk shit back. Like, wasn't it Dana Brooks' fiance who went to some dude's house and punched him in the mouth? Be, be glad Kenny didn't yes. do that shit. Like, at least he just came at you on Twitter. Like, that's the way I see it. See that. Could see that. Um, I'm not a fan of, of So Glow Kenny. Never been. Um, I do respect him. I, I, I'm not a place of, of, of a lot of respect. So when I saw it, I was like, Yo, this is kind of funny. Because I didn't expect it from Kenny. Mm-hmm. Like at all, and I was like, he must be bored at home. He must <laughs> be fucking bored. Because <laughs> he usually doesn't do this. So I was like, he has a lot of fucking time on his hands right now, and he's just like, yo, fuck it, it is game time. I'm going at everybody because I am bored as shit at home right now. And that was the only reason why I think he, he even said anything to anybody. Now, the whole comment about uh, him being an EVP, I don't see him as an executive. I've never seen him as an executive. I mean, he probably is. Um, and I know, I mean, no, he's not probably. He is. He is. Yeah. But I don't see him as that. I don't put him in that same light, in that same category as somebody important. I just see him as a regular fucking wrestler. Yeah. And like I said, he was bored because he usually never does that. Like, he was, I'm telling you, he was sitting on his couch. He just finished playing some PS5, and he was like, all right, let, you know, let me get some tweets off real quick. And then the responses came, and he was just like, yo, fuck y'all. I'm going to respond, because he had nothing else to fucking do. Absolutely. <laughs> and how many times can you hear the same shit about him, you know, wrestling in a thong, wrestling a blow-up doll, or being a pedophile before you get sick of it and you're like you know what fuck you who are you to say this to me yeah. blah, blah 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 like he's got yeah, fed up and said fuck y'all huh say that again i said he's got fed up and said fuck y'all like that's it that's 100 100 um mm-hmm. i'm not mad at it i didn't think i didn't really think he was anything he said was really offensive um but i'm also not as sensitive but I, I don't know. So, no, I, just, I feel you on that. I, you know, it was just like whatever to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, we also got the MLW WWE lawsuit. MLW is suing WWE. They are talking about how WWE messed up a deal that they had with Tubi because Tubi is owned by Fox. Also, I guess somebody within WWE had insinuated to Vice TV that Vince would not be happy with the fact that they were playing MLW on Vice TV. And I believe the Vice executives like, I'm pretty sure what you're doing now is illegal, but okay. Um, they ended up not continuing their deal with uh, MLW anyway. They did one last show in October, and that was kind of it. And uh, just some other stuff where they're like, WWE's basically cock-blocking this company from getting exposure on a national basis. So uh, I, I posted that whole gif of uh billy madison where they were doing the business ethics thing (laughs) at the end and i'm like this is court bauer right now like 
calling you out on your bullshit ass business ethics, WWE for cock blocking him. He's trying to make this company grow and do some things. And you're just out here every way possible trying to stop them from succeeding, which means you've got to believe he sees them as somewhat competition because he's not stopping AEW. Uh, now I'm also court Bauer doesn't have Tony Khan money. So it's probably a little easier to fuck with them too, but how you guys feel about that? Um, Yo, WWE been cock blocking since like the ex- they've been around. Mm-hmm. Um, like cock blocking to the core. Uh, you, you for for guys, you ever been at the club and then you're trying to talk to a girl, and then it's that one friend that just just like not is not letting it happen for you. Mm-hmm. That's who WWE is, and wrestling is that girl you're trying to talk. Wrestling media is that girl you're trying to talk to, because. When I saw that, when I saw it, I was like, "This, this is this sounds like WWE. This is WWE at its finest. They are like the mafia. They're like nobody else comes over here on this territory. They're like the big kingpin drug dealer. That's like, yo, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. This is my block. You can't come on here at all. They they block people from like doing stuff at Madison Square Garden. Does anybody not remember this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so why is anybody surprised at this? And the, because we did, we actually talked about it on our show as well. Vice isn't owned by anything that like WWE deals with. So Vice is not owned by anything WWE deals with, but I believe A&E, which did those WWE specials, owns about 20% of Vice. Yeah, it does. It does, but it's still, I, I didn't, I personally think it was that significant. I think Disney owns more parts of it because Disney owns Vice too. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it was anything, but it was, was WWE going, oh, we can't have more than more people showing, showing wrestling on TV. This is yeah. not going to happen. Let's shut this shit, this whole shit down. And you got streaming service because Tubi is free. That's free streaming. Mm-hmm. And WWE, the WWE put their dick on the table. It was like, no, this is not fucking happening. <laughs> well, it's like you said, it, they're like the mob. It's like when the mob comes in and they're like, hey, so you can pay us a protection fee and we'll take care of you. But if you don't and somebody trashes your store, that's not on us. And when you say no, two days later, those same people come back and break your store up. Like, that's yeah, what they're doing. That's, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much fucking it. I know you talked about all this last night, Katie. So uh, uh, barely, because I was like, I I I read those things multiple times. I was like, I still have no fucking idea what is happening with this, but I understand it a little more now. I also wasn't really paying attention during my show. Not here, there, but I I it's it, like you guys have said, like WWE has been doing this for years, so it's nothing new. Nobody should be surprised at all. Like we just have to. Sit back and deal with it. Oh well. But but then it, it raises this other question: Why do we let them deal? Why do we let them do this and get away with it? Mm-hmm. That's the other question because because we all all three of us said the same exact thing. Right? <laughs> Literally, they've been doing this for fucking years. They they're they're that's who they are. Blah blah blah. But we let them get away with it. So it's kind of the same conversation and i talked about this last week when everything with tony khan and big swole happened i said listen go listen to jobber tears go listen to young kings wrestling let them talk and hear 
how they feel about it. But in the same instance, like my boys at Young Kings Wrestling, they said they are done covering, supporting, talking AEW. Like they're done with it. They want nothing to do with them, which I understand. Like if that's how they felt. But at the same time, you've got Vince McMahon on national television using the N-word and doing all of the stuff that they're now condemning Tony Khan for for years. Mm-hmm. And like you said, we just let them get away with it. And I don't know why we let WWE slide on a bunch of shit. It's it's the they have the pretty girl syndrome, where um, you, 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 we all know that girl that that like she's really hot and you kind she does like fucked up shit, but since she's hot, you let it you let it go. And I think WWE's at that level where it's like, oh, you know what, whatever. But it's you gotta call them you gotta call a spade a spade. Mm-hmm. WWE is extremely problematic. It really is, and. I'm glad you brought that up because as I was driving here, like I, I, I hate Matt Riddle. Like everyone knows I cannot stand Matt Riddle. I, I, I fucking hate him. And people always ask me, what's your problem, Matt Riddle? And it was kind of exactly what you just said. So like Matt Riddle is in essence, that pretty girl syndrome. Like I've known these surfer boy white stoners who think that they can kind of do whatever they want. And because they're so laid back and chill, like everything's cool, bro. Like, uh, and they do fucked up shit and people let him get away with it. And that's part of the reason why I don't like his character. I also, my name being Matt Ritter and his being Matt Riddle and that whole thing is fuck that guy. But anyway, <laughs> for anyone wondering, as I always say, Matt Riddle's not my kind of white people. I don't fuck with him. And that's why it's that pretty girl syndrome because people let him get away with shit. Cause he just seems so nice and cool and laid back. And no, he's not. He's a piece of shit. Neither here nor there. Um, we also got that AEW. He had to get that off. He had to get that off. I, I, I did. He does. Every, well, every I'm going to shit on Matt Riddle later when they lose the tag team title. So now everyone mm-hmm. knows where it's coming from. Uh, AEW hip hop compilation. How are we feeling about it? Oh, okay. <laughs> this shit's going to be trash. <laughs> but I'm going to listen to it. <laughs> I'm going to download it. <laughs> I'm going to blast it <laughs> on my Bluetooth stereo. <laughs> I'm going to blast it on my AirPods. But the shit might be trash. But it's okay. Because <laughs> I don't expect much. Now, I'm hearing um, a couple of people who are on, or are like Montezzi, he did our um, our theme song. So he's mm-hmm. actually like a good writer. So I think it will it, be good. But I'm not expecting like the blueprint. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. You know, I was just saying, Josiah like, Williams, I think, is involved too. And we saw yeah. what he did with mm-hmm. NXT and everything he did before WWE. So I'm curious. Like, so do you think it's going to be better than Ruthless Aggression? Or because I mean, Ruthless Aggression had Ice T and Snoop. And I mean, no, it's not. It's not <laughs> I, don't, I don't there's there's and we as millennials need to stop this because we need to stop comparing this this time in our life, this solid 10, 15 years of professional wrestling to the current product. And fair enough. We get I get it, I get it. It was a time in our lives where Things was just blissful, but that but it's also a time in life where we weren't paying any fucking bills, and we, we were we were very happy living doing basic shit at our parents' houses for the most part, and now we're in a different era, 
and we can't compare it, but it will not be anywhere close to being better than that because these are these were top tier expensive artists. The Run DMC. They, yes, yes. The motherfuckers that they have now are, are like they're paying them a hundred dollars for theme songs. I know yeah. it's for a fact. So no, it will not be nowhere close to that to that album. Oh, I still love uh, Undertaker's theme with Mino on there. Like I still put that on constantly, and that's probably. Compared to like you got Method Man and Ice T and everything like that of all the tracks, like that's my probably my favorite one on there. Like the album was amazing. It yeah. was like <laughs> Def Jam Vendetta, the music version for like <laughs> WWE. It was phenomenal, but they're not. We're just, the shit they got come is nowhere close. I think it's <clears> cool, <throat> but once again, Tony Khan is a millennial and he's fuck trying to fucking live through that, that bring back that era in his fucking head That's, but he has billions of dollars we don't yeah and he's like i got, I got max caster let, let, let's make a hip-hop album because that yeah we'll talk about that because it dropped that music video tonight on uh rampage but that's neither here nor there um but i'm gonna watch it after we, we um get off of this last two things Corey graves clear to wrestle do we want to see Corey graves wrestle nobody cares nobody. <laughs> like k doesn't care either who the fuck cares about Corey? <laughs> Who the fuck cares about Corey Graves wrestling? No offense, Corey, but nobody gives a fuck about you wrestling. And nobody I, gives a fuck. I watched him get rolled up by Byron Saxton, so I don't have a lot of faith going forward. No. <laughs> uh, what? No, 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 nothing. No, oh, I was gonna say last thing. Uh, again, not like it's news because it ha- it feels like it happens every six months. Sonny got arrested apparently. <laughs> Uh, had some scissors and threatened to kill uh, her. What it said in there was her intimate partner. Um, all, I tweeted out, fucking Shanky's arms are longer than Sonny's rap sheet, but it's very, very close. Like the fact that every six months, this woman is getting out of jail and then doing something new to get herself arrested again is ridiculous at this point. And I'm pretty sure she's still in the Hall of Fame. And I don't understand how she's still in the Hall of Fame after all of this shit. I don't get it. But China's not in the Hall of Fame? Exactly. Thank you. Well, also, Sonny didn't fuck Triple H. That's also you have to understand. True. She probably True. wanted to. Yeah. I mean, she fucked Shawn Michaels. Exactly. Yeah. Possibly I Bret Hart. Did, I did present Sonny an opportunity to do a reality show about her getting her life together, and she definitely turned me down. because she had to get her life see that was the problem is if you presented a reality show about how her life's just a fucking hot mess like and she didn't have to get better she might have done it but the getting better part was the issue yeah i i i had a full like show idea of like like sunny with the comeback i was gonna i was gonna like train her rest like to get her back in shape she's gonna clean up her like her alcoholism, all this other shit. And she definitely told me no. And I was like, all right, <laughs> I'm gonna pay you this money to like host my viewing party, but I could have make you millions of dollars. You could have made millions of dollars the other Sunday. You fucked up. That's your problem. 100%. Um, all right, where do you want to start? You want to go Raw, NXT, SmackDown, Dynamite? Rampage? It doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. I'm the guest in this house. You, you bring the food, I'll eat it. 
Well, that's how this works is I always have the guests guide us through the show. So I could run well, down SmackDown and Rampage since you didn't watch them yet. We can get those out of the way real well, quick. Run that down since I didn't watch it. But I'll, right. I'll actually going to watch some more when I get off of this. All right, so let's hit Rampage real quick. That'll be quick. So we kick it off. Adam Cole defeats Trent. Uh, we got Britt and the Super Duper Clip ringside along with the average as best friends. They all start brawling uh, to the back, allowing Cole to get the cheap win over Trent. Uh, Sean Spears has an enhancement match for some reason, cuts a promo on Punk, basically trying to put himself over, comparing himself to CM Punk. He's like, I'm as good as CM Punk. If I, I, I traveled all the same roads and did all the same things. I don't know why you guys like him better than me. And then threatens Punk for their match at Dynamite next week. Uh, the Acclaim dropped a diss track video on Sting and Darby where Max Caster alluded to uh, buckle or power, turnbuckle power bombs and Sting's bad knees. And they dressed up uh, Anthony Bowens as Darby. Uh, with the face paint and the writing on his chest. So that that was a thing. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. But uh, Chris Statlander, Layla Hirsch, and Velvet uh, Red Velvet lose to Nyla, Penelope Ford, and the Bunny with the Bunny getting the pin. Uh, Ricky Starks talking shit on commentary about Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal comes out, challenges him for the FTW title that nobody gives a shit about. And uh, in our main event, Tiny Hands and Reynolds Rap lose to Jurassic Express. Um, first things first, I can't stand Jurassic Express. Really? I really don't like Luchasaurus. I can't stand that damn gimmick. I've put it online before, and I might be the, one of the very few people that, that, like, are on that wave of, like, this is stupid as shit. This is not 1991 WWF, and <laughs> we need to cut this shit out. But if it works for them, it works for them. Uh, we what? What else we, we we spoke about? Um, Sean Spears and CM Punk. I don't know where the fuck that's going, but that's probably connected to the MJF story. So you know, you know, MJF, Warlow, Sean Spears. But I, once yeah. again, that this feud could be a whole lot better. Uh, I said it on my my podcast. The thing about AEW, a lot of times they give the bare basics when it comes to feuds. Yeah. It's a conversation, a fight, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I need a lot more. But then again, that works for them. It works for their fan base. It works for the people that they do it. I love wrestling, so I'll still watch it because I love they, they'll put up some fire fucking matches. Um, what else? What, what else? What else? We, we, we said on that one. Well, I, I did forget to do this. So for any of the job or tears listeners who are new to the Smack and Raw podcast and said, what the fuck? is Sir Wilkins doing on Pornhub and came over here. What we do is I do the rundown and then we'll do what we're spitting and what we're swallowing. So these are the things that you heard that you're, you didn't like. So these will be your spits. Yeah. So uh, you, you're spitting Jurassic Express and specifically uh, the Luchador dinosaur in general. And yeah. uh, definitely don't give a shit about CM Punk and Spears. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, I will tell you that in that because you said the wrestling, they do have a great series uh at the end with um Alex Reynolds and Tiny Hands and yeah. uh Jungle Boy, where they got a really, really close three count. Uh that was really, really nice, but it was mostly spots, like it was whole match was just spot after spot. So yeah. which, which is never a bad thing. What did, what did you think, Katie? Uh so I love Jurassic Express. Oh. <laughs> um so, of course. Listen, 
listen they're entertaining um and i think it do was you a good like movie. them or do you just think jungle boys jungle boys i mean he's very pretty to look at but no i love them as a tag team oh okay 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 i mean it's a luchador dinosaur like that's fucking cool <laughs> No, I, I mean, it is. Think, well, that's your thing. That's your thing. You like mints, mints with chocolate on it. That's your thing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. That's what it is. It's a Lutra dinosaur, like mints with chocolate on it. it ah, yeah. You get, you get what I'm saying, huh? Because it doesn't really go together, but it goes together. So, Lutra dinosaur. Know. I don't though. No, Luchasaurus <laughs> is what we all wanted Barney to be as as kids. Like he's who a dinosaur who can kick ass. Who wanted that, Katie? I Katie. don't know. Who I'm trying said to wanted Barney to, to do to do a six one nine. Who the well, fuck? Said that? To be fair, I would say my co-host and the man who runs Creation World, Travis Pointer. Uh, the only reason he watches AEW, if he watches it, is for Luchasaurus. So he would be the one person in the world that probably wanted to see Barney do a 619. Exactly. And if he listens this is for to this, Travis. he will confirm it. So, so or Lord Cusselot. Lord Cusselot, because now I got another sir in my life. I just got rid of one. He upgraded himself to a lord. Now I got Sir Wilkins here. So Lord <laughs> Cusselot, uh, Travis Pointer, absolutely loves that. Um, are we spitting anything else from the show, or uh, what, did, what, what are we spotting? What um, Adam Cole can't do nothing wrong for me. I think I'm. I, I love Adam, <laughs> I, even though I think he absolutely is not doing shit in AEW. That man is collecting a check, hanging out with his wife and hanging out with his buddies. They're There's not what? married. Why does everybody say that? They're not married. No. Why? To my knowledge, to my knowledge, they are not married. Well, you know why? why everyone thinks that, right? She why? is a motherfucking dentist and a wrestler. How have he? How has he not locked that down yet? Like, why? I don't know. It's a solid two paychecks. It's a solid two paychecks. Exactly. That's two incomes. He don't. He could be a stay at home dad. Could Not as a boy. Why is he not married to this woman? I don't. They're probably waiting. Which I guess, Katie, you are hundred percent right, but we're thinking logically. <laughs> oh, you have an AEW contract, and you a dentist? <laughs> Come mm-hmm. here, girl. Exactly. Let me swallow, oh let me swallow you. <laughs> and Katie, are you telling me if you had the opportunity, you wouldn't marry Britt? I would on the drop of a dime. Exactly. See, I'd marry so you either understand. Exactly. I understand. Exactly. Listen, just because if I, can I understand get a, it. If if I can, because you're from Pittsburgh, Brits from Pittsburgh, I will. I, we will use this podcast to try and get you in the mix. Maybe make like a nice little thruple of Adam Cole, Katie, and Brit. Uh, see if we can work that out for you. Sister Cole's also from Pennsylvania, so. See, there you go. He's from Pennsylvania too. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, he's. I just learned that D'Lo uh, Brown was he's from, from New like, Jersey. Lancaster, I think so. How did they meet? Anybody know? Uh, they met on Bumble. They met on a dating app. I love how you know this. That's how I met I my wife. Of, not I on Bumble, but on a dating app. So, 
I just found out D'Lo was from New Jersey. Like, they literally had me believing this man was from Chicago this whole time. I've been riding for D'Lo, and then Deanna Perrazzo did an interview where she talked about D'Lo and how they're both from New Jersey, and it blew my fucking mind. Like, Did you so, feel betrayed? I did. So random. Deanna was on our show today, and she might be one of the sweetest women I've ever met in wrestling. She seems like it. it. I believe it. It, it. And it's not like she did anything special. It was just that the energy she that flowed through her through her body when she spoke to me and shook my hand was just a pureness. Like she was on your show that's gonna come out, not the one that dropped today. No, it's um the hog show I was on. The hog show. Yeah. So um she she wrestled. I was listening to your show today and I was like, I'm wondering how Deanna's gonna fit in with you guys talking about uh cultural appropriation of karate and uh the strong features of dark black skin women and light skin women i was wondering how you guys were getting diana's interview in there and, and vanilla queens out here on these streets. yes yes <laughs> so <laughs> you guys are cracking me up i love your show um yeah, but you know, uh, where, were, where were we at? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we were talking uh, Rampage, so I'm with you. I'm going to swallow the Adam Cole uh, Trent Seven match. And like I said, you had everyone out there. So you had all, Chris Statlander and the Average at Best Friends. You had Britt and the Super Duper Clit. Fucking one of the Jacksons dressed up like Jeff Hardy because that's what <laughs> they do. And then they all fought. Like, it, it was a fun match. And that uh, – you got anything else to swallow or spit from this show, Katie? And no, I mean, Swallow, the, the Adam Cole, Trent Beretta, not Trent Seven, match. Incredible. I'm so happy Trent's back. I was tweeting it for weeks. I missed him so much. He was the, he's the best part of Best Friends. Let's be real here. And so him and Adam Cole, it was a great match. Obviously, everyone was going to get involved ringside because mm-hmm. the mixed tag on Wednesday. So I, I had no issue with it. Great way to start. And then, not going to lie, I barely watched Rampage after that. I did watch the tag match, though, because I was very invested. I knew Jungle Express, or Jurassic Express was going to win. But of course you were watching. I, I like tag team wrestling. <laughs> she likes tag team wrestling more like she I likes do. Luchadorus. <laughs> she likes. You know I don't know why I'm getting all this hate, because I love a Luchador dinosaur. <laughs> I'm feeling personally attacked. It happens. I, I, don't I mean, want to attack you. no, we personally attack her all the time. Um, he, literally all the time. It's fine. I'm used to it. We introduced her to what movies? Like she had never seen a movie before she met me and Reed. So fuck up. <laughs> yes, I have. Stop. What's your favorite stop. Movie? My favorite movie. Yeah. Um. So I couldn't think of anything when Matt asked me this question because I was drunk off my ass. I was thinking about it today when I was driving home from work. Remember the Titans is probably one of my favorite movies. I also just like sport movies in general. So uh, A League of Their Own, uh, The Sandlot, uh, Moneyball. Then um, Four Brothers, I really like. I'll watch that all the time. Fantastic movie. Anytime it's on TV, I'll watch it. Uh, I don't know. I, I like movies based off like real events too. But, but what's your favorite movie? Because that was like a lot of I- don't i can't pick one i can't See, pick one my favorite movie is tombstone which is weird because my favorite genre of movie is horror movies but horror. all time it's tombstone so i don't have i can't 
I can't think of one that's like my favorite. Um, I get that. I don't have like one that's like my super favorite. But I have like a, a solid top five with a rotation of one coming out. So I get, it. I get you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I get it. I, I get like it. movies, and I've seen movies before I met Matt and Reek. Assholes. Um. SmackDown. Uh, we got Inuso's promo. They come out, they talk about the mutual respect with the New Day and brag about how they beat them. Then they tell us we got a number one contender, Fatal Foursome, and they do the ring introductions for all of the tag teams, and this was actually fantastic. Usos did a great job. It's Los Lestarios versus Cesaro and Mansoor versus Jinder and Shanky versus the Viking Raiders. Uh, Viking Raiders win the Fatal Foursome. Um so we get Usos versus Viking Raiders, which I think is out of that group. The only tag match I really wanted to see anyway. So that's plus yeah. uh, Naomi is still sick of Sonya's bullshit and confronts her backstage. Uh, Sonya said, you know why I don't like you. You come in here with main character energy when everyone knows you're an extra. Disrespectful. I, Natasha did ball, though. Natasha did great ball. It really Natasha is. It was, but Jesus Christ. Naomi <laughs> wanted to fight. Sonya's like, I told you when I got this suit on, you can't touch me. If you do, I'll find you. I'll take you out of the rumble. I might even fire you, so go ahead. Naomi's going to come back later. Uh, there was the whole thing with the heat uh, we'll get into. Sammy goes insane. So Sammy comes out. He's all pissed off about Johnny Knoxville. He's got a whole... His own, he says he's a bigger jackass than anybody, which we all agree on. And he's got some jackass stunt that, of course, he does not go through with. He punks out halfway through because he doesn't want to get hurt. And then Boogs, who looks like a jacked up, steroided up Freddie Mercury, distracts him while Nakamura shows up, gives him a shot, the King Shasta from behind. Then Boogs picks him up, presses him over the top rope onto a crash pad because it was there, I guess. And that had to hurt. Um, Aaliyah versus Natalia. Natalia's new gimmick, uh, is that she's going to set wrestling world records. She's got three. She wants to add more. So her goal is to beat Aaliyah at the fastest of any match, which I believe they said was like 3.75 seconds or something like that. So she comes down, stops the shit out of Aaliyah. Aaliyah gets up. The ref's like, we're not going to go. She's like, no, I can go. I can go. Match starts. Aaliyah rolls up Natty. Aaliyah gets the world record for pinning Natty in 3.17 seconds. And Natty is, of course, not happy about it. No shit. Um, uh, we got the Lita interview, which I was super excited about because it's like I said, when I was growing up, Lita was it for me. She was, Lita was it. Like, you take Trish, take Terry, take everyone. Lita was it for me. Now for me, it's Shotzi Blackheart. And I'm getting both of them in a Royal Rumble match at 34 years old. I couldn't be happy. You can definitely tell what Matt's type is. <laughs> we just, we don't, listeners, you can just definitely tell what Matt likes. <laughs> There's no question about it. Um, so Lita says she's got one run left in her. She says she's going to win, go on a main event, and then out comes Charlotte with her typical bullshit of can't let anyone have the spotlight. She's taken over the interview runs her mouth, talks about how she retired Lita's best friend and she's going to retire Lita too. And Lita's like, all right, cool. 
goes the hitter. Charlotte flinches. Charlotte gets up, takes a really shitty twist of faith that you could tell Charlotte didn't want to take. Typical Charlotte shit. Uh, Sheamus defeated Ricochet in another banger because for whatever reason, Sheamus is just like the greatest match producer WWE has. Like, it doesn't matter who you give Sheamus. He is on any random SmackDown main event or Raw, just pull out a random great match out of his ass for no fucking reason. Um, oh, so Adam comes in because Naomi came back, saw that Sonya took her jacket off because it was hot in the office. Sonya's like, all right, you took the jacket off. It's cool. I'm going to whoop that ass now. Adam's like, no, 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 calm down. She's like, no, she's been fucking with me. I'm sick of her fucking with me. I had Charlotte beat. She keeps changing the rules. and that. Adam's like, I got you. We'll give you another match, a rematch against Charlotte. And Naomi took that. And I don't understand why Naomi thinks like it's just not going to be the same shit. But okay, cool. And then the most egregious thing on SmackDown fucking happened. And that's saying a lot because brand split stuff later. Kofi Kingston loses to Madcap Moss. Clean in the middle of the ring. Riddick Moss pins Kofi Kingston in a singles match. Riddick. I don't I don't get what they I like, yeah, okay, you're named after Vindy. Like, I don't get what they give a shit about. Like, I don't get what he brings to the table that they think this guy's gonna be something. The gimmick kills me. I, I can't stand to see him on my TV. And they got him beating former WWE champion Kofi Kingston. Clean in the middle of the ring. Yeah, yeah, sounds about right. So, uh Last but not least, we have the Seth and Roman face-to-face because WWE doesn't need to know how to leave people where the fuck they belong. But as much as I hate to say this, this was a really entertaining segment, even though they did it because they hate me. Uh, Roman does how he's the viral chief COVID reigns and head of the table thing that he always does. Seth says, I made you in the shield and I can destroy you. And Roman says, listen, I didn't even want to wrestle you. You're not the top pick from Raw that I would have chose. If I could have picked a superstar to wrestle from Raw, I would have picked your wife. Maybe send your wife my way for a main event match. Uh, the Usos, what? It's mad disrespectful, by the way. <laughs> really, really is. Uh, the Usos come in, try to jump Seth. Seth does all sorts of backflips and shit to get away. And that's how we go off air on SmackDown. So what were we swallowing from SmackDown? What, what does it sound like you would have enjoyed or you want to go check out? Uh, Roman versus Seth. I'm totally and totally, totally fucking invested in that. That's that's um definitely getting swallowed. Um, that sounds horrible. Um, <laughs> uh, used to it. It's okay. <laughs> what's funny? I'm fucking with this Naomi and this um Sonya Deville thing. It's fucking stupid, but fucking great at the same time because we all can relate in some way or another that boss that kind of fucks with you mm-hmm. and then not in a good way. So I, so I get, I get the authority figure thing always works for me because I've always had a boss I don't like. So, and it's kind of like, you know what? Fine. You got me with your shitty storytelling and this basic ass fucking writing. I'm gonna swallow that. So, you know what? I, I'm invested. Um, what I'm spitting out is Riddick. That's just, it's, I don't, I don't know what they're doing. Um, Also, Xavier being injured. I know you didn't talk about it, but him being injured and being off of SmackDown is like, fuck, like Mm -hmm. you just won King of the Ring 
And it's like, you're like gone. What is it? I think he said he was gone for six to eight weeks or something. It's nothing major, but it's still like you're out and you're king of the ring winner. Like, what, like, what are we doing right now? Not your fault, obviously, but it still fucking sucks. Like, a, mm-hmm. a shit ton of turds. Uh, what else? I'm if I'm in between when it comes to Nakamura and um, Homeboy Booth was this Booth because I Booth. think that this Booths there's something there. There's actually something there, but I don't know what the fuck they're trying to do. And they gave him Elias's like whole ass gimmick, in my opinion, mm-hmm. and then, <laughs> and which 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 all we also got to know where is for the fuck is Elias and. Because he died, but then he doesn't. He still hasn't come back. So yeah, that's that. That's where I'm at when it comes to SmackDown. All right, uh, I will agree with some of that. Uh, like I said, it it breaks my heart to do this because, again, my biggest pet peeve in the world is the fact that they can't leave Raw superstars on Raw and SmackDown superstars on SmackDown mm-hmm. throughout the year and then promote shit as the one time a year they meet when it's not fucking true, neither here nor there. But this face to face. And the shots fired were fantastic. So definitely swallowing Seth and Roman's face to face. Um, again, I agree with you. Something about this, like I want to, I, I want to see Naomi whoop Sonya's ass. They've got me invested. I really just want to see it happen. I don't know how much longer they can tease me with it and dangle it in front of my face and not give it to me before I get tired of it. So you mm-hmm. better get on it. But I still just want to see Naomi go in there and beat the living dog shit out of Sonya. Um, I'm swallowing Lita being back on my TV because Lita yeah. was back on my TV. It's, 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 it is what it is on that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the Usos promo, uh, coming out, doing the ring announcement for the Fatal Foursome. Love that. Swallowing that. They were entertaining. Shit. Why do you keep, what? <laughs> it's not a Fatal Foursome. Stop it. It's 100% a Fatal Foursome. I don't see the problem here. It is not. This is smacking the raw terminology. Like, I understand that they are the super click, but here they are the super duper click. I understand that they are the best friends. Here they are the average at best friends. You call it a fatal four way. I call it a fatal four sum. This is how I know all of the time, Katie. I don't know why this still surprises you. I don't either. Just like you love Joe Wayne Gacy. I shut up. I do love Joe Gacy. Joe Gacy. I actually am a fan. I liked him since he was on the Indies. Um, oh, oh, homie's talented. Oh, oh, homie is um definitely, definitely fucking talented. But that's a different conversation, a different episode, different show. <clears throat> you got anything you're uh, swallowing? Um, Usos in general, Roman and Seth, obviously. Lita being back, <sighs> she was my favorite wrestler growing up in general. I fucking love Lita. Seeing her back, she still looks incredible, which is crazy. And she's going to be in the Rumble. I She deserves one more Mania match. I don't care who the fuck it's with. Fuck, put her against Bailey. I'd be down for that match. She deserves one Bailey more Mania back? match. She should be back soon. Probably Rumble. She's probably probably going to be one of surprise returns. You know, seeing as they only have like fucking seven spots left. Who, do you think Jericho's coming to the Rumble? I know this is a little off subject. No, no chance. Like, I know there's a forbidden door and it's kind of like, I don't see anyone from AEW coming over. I really don't. No. Really? Why not? Because I don't think Vince is going to do that. Like, I really, 
I've said this, like I get, I understand Mickey James. I understand why Mickey agreed to do it. And I understand why WWE is doing that and why they promoted it. That makes sense to me, but there are, I mean, I, Dean Ambrose, that, that whole thing over there and all of that Vince is not going to let these people come over and he's definitely not putting anyone over. That isn't WWE. Like everyone's like, Oh, the four, we can get this. And this guy can, like, I'm like, yeah, that's great. They can come over, but Vince is just going to beat him. Cause that's what Vince does. He's not going to let any of these wrestlers from, ring of honor or impact or AEW come over and get a win in his house. It's not going to happen. So like. That's true. I can, I, I can, I can. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So. Um, you got anything else, Katie? Um, swallow. Uh, I mean, yeah. Swallowing Naomi. Basically she's going to be the shit out of Sonya. Mm -hmm. Now someone who loves Sonya. She she's got it coming, and I can't wait. So, um, I'm gonna spit Kofi Madcap Moss because fuck 100%. that bullshit. Yeah, um, we're, we're all with you on that one. Yeah, and then uh, I don't know if I'm gonna gargle undecidedly on Aaliyah and Natalia because as much as I like to see Natalia just take that L and get beat, they also talked about how Aaliyah kind of puked in the ring before the match and. They're not really doing her any favors. So, like, eh. Um, overall, smack. Well, I know you haven't watched yet. Oh, go ahead. You got I have uh, I have a few spits, excuse me. Um, Charlotte, fucking take the bump. Holy shit. It is not hard. She doesn't take it from anyone. I saw someone tweet, they were like, she hasn't taken a bump like from any of the legends. And someone was like, Michelle McCool needs to just kick her straight in the fucking face. And I agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> um, <coughs> also, where the fuck is Zaylee? Where is where is my where is my goddess at? You show her once, and then you take it away from me. Did she help Naomi? Yeah. I think that was the second time that it took her off TV. Yeah. I'm upset. Where is where? We I need a sound bite. <laughs> Young Kings Wrestling's not here. Uh, we do we do need Zaylee's thighs back on SmackDown. That is 100 for sure. Yes, Zaylee's respectfully delicious. Yes, I I look I look respectfully and disrespectfully. So, I mean, Katie regularly tweets out that she wants Zaylee to kick her in the face. So, yep. yeah, and she has potential to do to to do. Some dope shit. They did a like it, it's crazy how much money. I don't know how much money they spend, but they do like these massive packages, and then the person not not on TV anymore. It's like and oh. she has the best like entrance like graphic thing. Yeah, it's pretty badass. But I'm I, so annoyed. Just bring back Zaylee. But then creator probably went. I don't have nothing for you. You can go sit down back and catering. Fucking, let's move on to another show, please. <laughs> well, overall, SmackDown spit or swallow. Swallow. Yeah, uh, I'm still riding that high from Monday Night Raw, so I'm I'm gonna let this one slide. I'm gonna swallow as well because, like I said, wow. despite my feelings about it, it was entertaining. So uh, I'm gonna roll with you on that. All right, NXT Raw or Dynamite? Where are we going? Uh, let's go NXT. Let's go. Let's go to Dynamite to stay in uh, stay in like order. Reverse order. All right. Um, kick it off with a. Yeah. Promo from the Undefined Erection. Uh, story time with Adam Cole, but he never tells a story. Uh, the Young Bucks interrupt, complain that Kyle O'Reilly and 
Bobby Fisher there. Kyle doesn't seem very happy that the Young Bucks showed up in the first place. We kind of go back and forth about who's the better team. Average at best friends, hear their name called. So they decide to come out and join the party. We get a big brawl. Cole ends up low-blowing Cassidy in the ring. Statlander comes down and gets in between them. And then here comes Britt. For the first time, their relationship is canon on TV. She takes out Chris Statlander. And then as the Bucks go in to kiss Adam Cole, she gets in between them and she plants one on Adam for the TV to make all the crowd happy. Um, Got to give them what they want, right? Isn't that the best friend's uh, catchphrase? Got to give them what they want. Yeah, CM Punk defeats Wardlow. Uh, dude, Wardlow wrecked Punk this entire match. Um, and MJF wouldn't let him get the win, just kept telling him, do it again, do it again, powerbomb, powerbomb, powerbomb him. And then, of course, in the end, there's an inside roll-up. Punk gets the win and gets out of there. And MJF still does not understand that he cannot put his hands on this man the way he does because one of these times he's going to get his teeth knocked down his throat and it's not going to be pretty. Like you cannot keep fucking with this man and talking to him that way. I don't know why he hasn't done it already. Uh, Hobbs loses to Martin because Jay lethal came out, uh, ends up taking out Ricky Starks, helping Martin get the win. Jericho has an interview. Kingston's blaming Jericho for proud and powerful, not being tag champs. This whole thing's still going on. Basically who's going to be the new leader of the inner circle since Hager's gone. Uh, we got a hangman promo. He says he wants a new challenger. Dan Lambert comes out, spends way too much time talking about what a real fucking cowboy is. Like, get the fuck out of here. Um, but then puts over hangman. And then out comes Lance Archer, who wrecks hangman Adam Page and looks to be his next challenger for the title because he's done shit that makes sense to put him where he needs to be because he's been around and one matches on AEW TV, right? Uh, Sheeta loses to D by ref stoppage. Uh, the Deeb decides to take out Sheeta's knee both before and after the match. After the match with the kendo stick, Deeb is carried out, or uh, Sheeta's carried out by Tay Conti. Um, Jurassic Express have an interview, which set up the match for Rampage with Tiny Hands and his sidekick. Uh, Matt Hardy has a match with Penta. He loses. Malachi comes down, attacks Penta. The Varsity Blondes get involved and attack him. Lights go out. Lights come on. And it's Brody King. And the House of Black is one member stronger. Uh, he wrecks everybody. Uh, Chris and Layla have issues backstage. Red Velvet says, you guys need to get your shit together. We got a match on Rampage, which they lost because Layla's on some bullshit. The Acclaimed defeat Bear Country. Uh, Ding and Darby come out and take the Acclaimed out after the match. Pac has a video package. I guess he's coming back. Like I feel like every six months, Pac has a new video package of him returning, and I don't know where the fuck he's been going. Like every six months, it's just like, here's Pac again. Remember him, and then he'll be back for a couple weeks, and then he's gone. What? Well, he was he wasn't allowed in the country for a solid few months, so that's why we were getting video packages for a while. But so, tell me, I'm not wrong. Since the inception of AEW, you are, you, oh, you're you're 100 correct. Pac has existed and then disappeared, and then there's a video package, and then he exists again. I understand and I agree with you. I'm just explaining one of the disappearances. He's kind of like Goku. You know, like <laughs> Goku like disappears for like a like a good like 15 episodes because he's like doing he's either dead um or training. So I think that's all that's who Pac is. Pac is like so you're saying Pac is a terrible father. <laughs> he probably is. I don't know. Because he's Goku is a terrible father. 
Well, Pac is a wrestler, so he probably is a terrible father. Most wrestlers are terrible. <laughs> oh fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, we did get a Matt Hardy interview where he talks about something having to change. Maybe he's got to focus on himself. Andrade comes in, says he's going to talk some business man to man, not in front of the cameras. So we'll see where that goes. And then in our main event, Sammy Guevara defeats Daniel Garcia with Eddie Kingston and Jericho arguing about who's going to be in Sammy's corner. Sammy looks uh, horrible in that match. Yeah. Uh, 2.0 jump Sammy and Jericho and then Kingston run in, they fight and then him and Jericho argue some more. But yeah, no, Sammy looked real bad. I I don't know what was wrong with him either because he's not, he's usually good for for a a good match. I don't know if he's been having a, if him and Tay have been having too much sex and he just got tired. Um. (laughs) All right, so I need the IWC to stop blaming Tay Conti for the end of Sammy Guevara's relationship. Like, they broke up back in October. You do not know. Like, I understand why you would think Tay Conti was the end of that relationship because Tay Conti looks like she could be the end of a lot of relationships. I'm not going to. When you look at her, you're like, I understand why you broke up in October. Yeah. When did he ask her to marry her? Was it October? I think they, mm. they got engaged and then it was probably like a month or two after that then they broke it off. They kept really? it on the it was that long ago they, they got they, he, he he did the engagement on Dynamite? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Damn. Everyone went fast. It just it kills me that every time somebody starts fucking somebody else, it's always, oh, you're a home wrecker. You ruined their marriage. Like Corey and fucking Carmelo. Exactly what I was gonna say, like, yeah. Well, people. Well, people don't um, understand about people move that people move on quickly. Yeah. yeah. And um, it is possible to find somebody else that you like after you're done with one person. But people don't understand that. A lot of people, a lot of people who do say that aren't the people who have uh, seen another opposite sex naked or, or the same sex naked. In person. Yeah, in person. Yeah, in person. As you know, where we're at, you, you can know. see a lot of naked people all the time. Yeah, keyword, keyword in per- in person. Um, so, but yeah, uh, Sammy didn't look that great. But um, to, to go off to, to go off the show, um, I really like the claim and um, Sting and Darby. I thought it was kind of cool. Like it's you know they're giving a claim something to do, and a, another tag team of not the usual tag team that they, they use. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Spinning, I'm tired of Andrade. I think his gimmick, I don't know what the fuck they're doing with that. It's like, like, bruh, figure something out. Um, but it's, it's it's really bad in my opinion. Um, what else? Uh, I don't like this interim TNT champion. I think no. it's fucking stupid. Yeah. Uh, because because it's not because he's really coming back next week. They act, they act like like like. He has cancer or something. Like he had disappeared for like months on top of months. He's coming back in a week and a half, two weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, what he's was the he's coming back next week? Like, yeah, like he had, he was he had COVID. Yeah, and, and I'm listen. I'm. It can be it can be deadly with COVID, but he's fine. <laughs> he's fucking fine. Mm-hmm. So that's that's one of my biggest things. Um, most of all, what I uh, actually like. Swallow. Um, I think that was it for the most part for me. 
See, for me, I watched Iron Man from the beginning to the end. I, I've got to swallow oh, my boy Malachi so Black. Deep and yes, I was going to get to that. Deep and um, why? Why Sheeta. did I forget? Sheeta. Huh? Sheeta. 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 They've been putting on some good fucking matches in the past, like whatever time that they've been wrestling. Mm-hmm. And I've been enjoying the shit out of that. And Deep put out like a pretty great pro um interview. With, it was with JR, right? If I remember mm-hmm. correctly. Yeah. Really yeah. fucking good. Like, I'm really swallowing that. And, um, I like Brody King and Malachi Black being together. I mean, they did it in P- PWG, right? They, they were they were like um, mm-hmm. yeah, they're the they're the current PWG tag team champions. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it, it works, and you know, like AWs is the um, the multiverse of independent wrestling. So you know, let, let fucking let it rock out, let it rock out. Yeah, they can't have enough uh, stables or tag teams over there. So. Yeah, of course not. Of course not. They got to keep a canon. They got to keep a canon with um, the multiverse of, uh, of of wrestling. But I love the fact that they mentioned WWE shit. And I like, do too. Because it kind of makes sense why they do it. Cause, and they don't ignore the fact that these people came from WWE. Like the, the buckle bomb thing with Sting. Like, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. It happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. What about you guys, Katie? You want me to do spits or swallows first? <laughs> swallows. <laughs> um. Always swallow first. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Dave and Sheeta, always. Um, they're fantastic together. Dave is on. I've. I've always said that like Deeb is very under uh, appreciated mm-hmm. for all the shit she has done in and out of the ring. So the fact that now they're they're utilizing her properly and she's a fantastic heel, I have a feeling she'll end up like if if she doesn't win the Owens Cup, I'll be very surprised. I'll just say that. Um Malachi Black, obviously, everything with that. We've been teased with the House of Black gaining new members and everything. Brody King finally shows up. Julia Hart's next. Like, she's turning. She'll probably turn this upcoming week when they have a match against the Varsity Blondes. Mm-hmm. I've I've predicted one thing right on this show, so <laughs> I'm gonna see if I can keep that going. Which I know, the thing I predicted Matt was happy about, so. I was, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. What did you predict? Oh, we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about it when we get to Raw. We'll oh. talk about it. Um, <laughs> well, he submits on that one. Good job, guys. <laughs> uh, everything Adam Cole and Bert Baker, because I love me some Adam Cole and Bert Baker, obviously. And I like that you're utilizing the majority of the people on the roster and engrossing them in a feud. Plus, you have the inner feud of Red Dragon and Bucks, which makes sense because they both want Adam Cole, who doesn't. Yeah. So. It makes sense. Ooh, spicy. Um, do I want to swallow anything else? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, again, Malachi and Brody King, just because of that. Uh, if Julia Hart doesn't lose her other eye, uh, then I need her to dye her hair black when she joins the House of Black. You cannot be blonde from the varsity blondes and go to the house of black and still be a blonde it's not going to work for me so you're gonna have to change that up um 
Britt Baker, like you said, uh, now becoming the de facto leader of the super duper clit, uh, <laughs> just came in and just took Adam Cole's whole role. I'm happy that they're not cucking Adam Cole with Tony Schiavone anymore. Like just making him sit there and watch as Tony creeps on his girl in like yeah, the worst, cool. most disgusting ways. And he just had to sit there it. and take it. Um, it. I'm swallowing CM Punk versus Wardlow because somebody actually posted, they did this really cool thing where they posted this clip of someone asking Bret Hart who they thought the greatest wrestler was besides himself. And he said CM Punk. And they showed all of the spots that Bret Hart uses in his matches that CM Punk used in his match with Wardlow um, in like a side-by-side comparison. That was really cool. Uh, Also, he's from Chicago. So, you know, my guy. Um, Yeah. Sheeta and Deeb, absolutely. That feud's been fantastic. They've made Serena Deeb look like a bigger star than she looked at any point in anything she did with WWE. So props to them on that. And Sheeta's fantastic as well. Um, And that's about it. What are we spitting? Um, Again, the interim TNT champion, there was no fucking point. Um, Kingston and Jericho basically arguing over Proud and Powerful. Proud and Powerful, Santana and Ortiz are so much better than both of these fuckers at this point. Let them go for the tag team gold like they should be. But no, they're stuck in this bullshit again. Um, anything Dan Lambert because fuck him. Why is this segment so long? That's exactly. He drags on too fucking long. Like, there's no point. <clears throat> I'm. I will say I'm intrigued with Archer and Hangman just because. I mean, the Hangman usually faces opponents who are like smaller than him or about his size, and Lance Archer is bigger. So, I'm intrigued. I'm not. I'm not like super invested. I'll give it a shot, mm-hmm. but so I'll guess I'll gargle that. <laughs> um. <laughs> spitting the acclaimed in general i can't jesus i can't get behind them i don't know Understandable. i i can't believe jizzy did. jizzy invented gargling undecidedly we were talking about something she's like can i just can i just gargle that shit and i'm like yeah you can gargle undecidedly so jizzy created that on the show and then she was supposed to be here and didn't show up and i have to I say that because when she listens that. back she'll know that i'm giving her shit for bailing on me after I talked to her earlier today. So, Jizzy, you're in trouble. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm with you on all that stuff. Dan Lambert, pain in the ass. Uh, I'm not feeling anything with Jericho and Eddie Kingston. I'd much rather see Proud and Powerful with Kingston. Like, I don't really. Yeah. Jericho fucked that whole thing they're, up. They're trying to do, maybe. Yeah, but Jericho is still in the picture. Just, we're done. We're done with Jericho. We're done. And I don't need Sammy involved at all. Just let Sammy go out on his own and do his own thing and hopefully have better matches than he had in the main event. <laughs> it was bad. Um, and then Andrade, because what the fuck are you doing with Andrade? Like, what? This man is so fucking talented, and you've got him, like, the Malachi Black stuff I thought was kind of cool because they had that history in NXT and everything like that, So that, and they've got, like, that Zelina mm-hmm. Vega link, so, like, cool. Mm-hmm. But now... He's team like the HFO sucks. The Hardy family office is terrible. Why would you put him into that and make him involved in that? Like, no, don't, don't do this to them, man. Um, (laughs) Dynamite overall, spit or swallow. 
Um, I'm just gonna fuck. Uh, I'll swallow it. I almost swallowed, but I spit it out. Okay. Uh, uh, something was missing. I, I feel that. And, that, you know, AEW books main events weird anyway. Like, there's stuff that I feel mm-hmm. like they should have put in the main event that they don't. So yeah. it always kind of makes the show feel weird. I'm swallowing just based off the first hour of the show. Um, mm-hmm. It was good enough for me to, you know, swallow everything else that came in the second half. Uh, NXT. The big bad booty breaker does a promo, pays Chapa's respects, says anyone that wants to step to him better step their game up because he's not dicking around anymore. Then we've got the battle for Electra's love box. Zion Quinn and Santos Escobar. The winner leaves with Electra, and Electra lets us know that she's leaving with Santos because she made her choice. Kicked poor Zion right in the dick from behind. Not even nice. Uh, costing him the match. I don't know why he's put up with this shit. My boy Tony D has a promo, talks about Petey, says Petey doesn't know when to quit, and tonight he's going to learn. Uh, Mandy Rose has a vignette slash bikini photo shoot that goes on throughout the night that uh, you can put on my TV anytime. I love what they've been doing with Mandy Rose and the fact that they've kind of taken this whole God's greatest creation and everything and stuck with that like that's still who she is but also focused on the fact that she is still a wrestler and showcased that as well which they had a really hard time getting out when she was just the girl that fucking Corey graves jerked off about on commentary for months on end <laughs> um cameron grimes defeats david kemp uh bivens comes out doing some scouting because who knows what the fuck's going on with roddy now that they killed nxt black and gold um Speaking of Katie's favorite wrestlers, Joe Wayne Gacy and his gimp uh, are in the Dusty Classics, spreading the good word of inclusivity. Uh, Malik Blade and Idris Anafe defeat Joe Wayne Gacy and his gimp because Harland can't keep his anger in check and gets them disqualified from the match and beats the shit out of them. Uh, we got an Imperium video package. Um, Walter's coming to the us walter's coming to nxt like that that's what it is they do the whole we are better than you package nothing we haven't seen new but yay walter uh tony d defeats pete dunn in a crowbar on a pole match and Petey ends up sleeping with the fishes tony knocked him right in the mouth with that crowbar and i loved every second of it and i love pete dunn uh indy persia and wendy cho uh defeat the acid trip and amari miller uh, Wendy actually showed out in a onesie, like shout out to Karen Q for coming out there in a onesie and putting on the show. I a hundred percent believe that this was like, she fell asleep during a meeting or some shit. And this is, they're like, all right, we're going to get you back. Your new character is a sleepy bitch in a onesie and she's making it work. Um, MSK match shitty kids uh, find the dusty cup. Dakota shows up, gets all excited, says she's got to find a partner. At this point, no one in their right fucking mind is teaming with Dakota Kai ever. Um, Kaylee Ray's pissed that Mandy is doing bikini photo shoots and not defending the title, so she starts breaking shit with a baseball bat. Uh, Solo Sokoa and Boa ends in a double countout, and then they brawl backstage to the point that Bukaki Boa shows up after hitting Solo with a fireball in the face and takes him out. Uh, Melo and Trick put Carmelo over big. This was a fantastic promo from these two. And 
I am going to hate when the IWC starts talking about them the way they did Hit Row because these guys are fucking stars, just like Hit Row was. But we know how this is going to go because we know how the IWC is. Uh, AJ's music hits. Melo does not look happy. I'd love to see Melo versus AJ. Like, I know I say things about I'm not wanting to see people off-brand and shit like that, but if you're already going to put him down there with Grayson Waller, who I don't give two shits about, give me AJ versus Melo. I'll take that all day. Mm-hmm. And AJ defeats Waller, brings back LA Knight, and LA Knight beats the dog shit out of Grayson Waller. I didn't give two shits about LA Knight until War Games. Now, I love LA Knight. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. how you guys turn me around on him so quick, but more LA night, please. Uh, <laughs> what are we swallowing from NXT? Uh, uh, Katie, you want Katie? You can, you can go. I've been going first. Oh, okay. Um, Tony D'Angelo, always. Uh, that match was incredible. I love Pete Dunn. Like I'm the I'm the same way Matt is. Like I fucking love Tony D'Angelo. I love Pete Dunn. The match was incredible. One step closer to Heyman on a pool match. I'm gonna get it eventually. <laughs> I'm telling you somehow i'm gonna get it <laughs> um santos first a zion quinn for electra's love Box. every person shut up every person in that beautiful i loved it i was very happy i was kind of pissed zion lost but i had feelings she was gonna stick with the family la familia so whatever that's fine i'll be bitter uh mandy rose all day, every day, twice on Sundays. Uh, Kaylee Ray going after Mandy. I'm down. That's going to be a hell of a match when it happens. It'll probably take a while. Uh, the women's tag match, because I was actually very surprised at how well it was. Mm-hmm. She really said, I'm going to wear a onesie, kick ass. I, I mad respect. Um, I feel like there's, I feel like there's not a lot of even like spitting, but I'm I agree with Matt with LA Knight. I hated LA Knight in the beginning. I was like, who fucks this guy? What is he doing? What is his purpose? Then War Games happened, and I was a fan. And now I'm like more more LA Knight. I, again, I don't know what they did, but it worked. And of course, Mellow and Trick is fucking money. Mellow don't miss. So we all know about how you feel about Mellow. Young King's wrestling outed you. No, no, no. I they said it and then I tweeted something and then got outed. I didn't listen to their episode yet because it wasn't out. But I did get called out. (laughs) I totally love Imperium. And Walter coming through like, like you know, doing the do. I'm definitely swallowing that. Trick and Mellow, absolutely amazing. Like just, just fucking great. Mandy, I respectfully, I will swallow her bath water. Um, so she just does nothing wrong. And when it comes to LA Knight, I've always been a fan of LA Knight. LA Knight is very throwback to me. Like it's he his whole look and his very and his whole like the way he wrestles is very um like we talked about our young years in watching wrestling, like Ruth's aggression era, attitude era. So he, mm-hmm. he reminds me of that era very much. So, so I've always been a fan. And what else? 
just the show was pretty good in general. I'm not a huge fan of NXT 2.0. I've been slowly coming around towards it, but it, it's been getting better slowly. When I was like, oh, okay, I see, I, I, I see it. The first month or two was just, it was just hard to watch for me. I was like, what is this shit? This is, this is, this is, this is not good. But then now I think they find they, they find a little groove of where they're going at. But um, those are the things that I would swallow in general when it comes to NXT 2.0. Let me just say, I agree with the, everything you guys said. I'm pretty much, there's only two things I'm spitting. I'm pretty much swallowing the rest of the show. Uh, but specifically Zion Quinn and Electra, because Zion went out there and Electra said, let me suck that dick from the back. Zion turned around and then she kicked him in the balls. I felt betrayed for him. Like that hurt me. Really did. And I'm very conflicted about how, how I'm going to go forward with her and this whole thing, because that is, that is a dirty, dirty betrayal. And I am not okay. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, I'm swallowing everything. Spitz, Matt's shitty kids every time they're on my TV. If you are associated with Matt Riddle, you are getting spit. And, uh, oh, Grayson Waller, because I don't give a shit about Grayson Waller. Like, and here's the thing. The match was good. Like, it was a good match, but AJ makes everyone look good. Like, I don't think I've ever seen a bad AJ Styles match. You could have put anyone in there with AJ Styles, and it probably still would have came out good. He did not impress me in war games. He's entertaining on the mic. Uh, he's just not doing it for me. I don't give two shits about Grayson Waller. So, well, I gotta also um, swallow Karen and Karen Q for like being there for that long in NXT and not getting mm-hmm. You gotta give her some type of props. Whatever she's doing, she's doing something right. That they, cause she's how long, how many years has it been? No, I have no idea. It's been a while. It's probably been four or five. Yeah. Cause I remember when she first time I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, it, it's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, how long has it been since we've had a May Young Classic? Because she was in the May Young Classic, and that was like the last time we saw her until May Ying showed up. Four years. It has to be four or five. Yeah. They didn't. I know they didn't do one for COVID. And I don't think they did one in 2019 either. So. No, it has to be four. Yeah, the last one was 2018. Yep. So, yeah. Damn. Um, you guys spitting anything from NXT? Mm-hmm. Joe and Gacy. <laughs> Man. I'm okay. I, with I'm, I'm okay. I actually enjoyed it. Like I, like I told you guys. I told you. I, I like creepy characters and shit like that, but he is legit reminds me of a pedophile and I don't like it. Wow. You have come on here repeatedly and said he has a van parked outside ready to steal children. So I've I've ruined this for you. But here's the thing. Again, I'm from the Chicagoland area. You cannot come out with a last name Gacy and not expect me to relate you to John Wayne Gacy, which is why I call him Joe Wayne Gacy. And that being the case, and him being this creepy character who's constantly just being the way he is, I, I, I advocated for the fact that he should have hosted Halloween Havoc from the parking lot with an unmarked white van, and Harlan should have been inside just kidnapping motherfuckers. Like, it, it, he just it like genuinely gives me the creeps. And this is coming from someone who like loves learning about serial kills and shit. Like, 
no he uh, I, no i don't want it i don't like him um i forgot props to brown breaker for a his opening promo as okay. champ first one and mentioning the fact that his dad was there to watch his very first match live for the first mm-hmm. time since they didn't show it so yeah um and it's the overall spit or swallow swallow uh swallow this is gonna be a tough week <laughs> all right uh let's get into monday night raw mm. <laughs> so we got a brock lesnar promo uh bobby calmly explains to cedric and shelton that basically they're trash and he doesn't need them uh brock starts speaking her business interrupts. Bobby says it's an honor to tell you that for 20 years you've been a bitch and you've been hiding from me. Brock says, I was busy in the main event. If you had maybe got there, we might have seen each other, but I didn't know who the fuck you were till last week. Um, Bobby calls Brock a comedian. Brock calls Bobby a wannabe Brock Lesnar. And then Shelton and Cedric come out, attack, and then get wrecked by Bobby um, after Bobby lost the dick measuring contest. Ladies and gentlemen, Never attack a man who just lost a dick measuring contest. He has nothing left to lose. Uh, this this was the case with Bobby Lashley. Um, highlight of my week, new WWE Raw Tag Team Champions, the Alpha Academy. Matt Riddle has been dethroned, taken down a peg. This is what Katie predicted for me last week. I was all upset, and she's like, well, they could still lose next week, and I'm like, they're not going to lose. And then they did, and it brought joy to my life. Uh, then Randy explains to Riddle, Basically how tag teams work and draws notes on his hands before the match because the guy's an idiot. They end up losing. Randy takes the loss and someone compared the fact that Randy lost the world heavyweight title to Mark Henry with the same move that Otis beat him with in this match for him to lose the tag team titles. (laughs) Nice little thing there because you know how us wrestling fans are. They fucking notice everything. Uh, Damian Priest and the Street Profits defeat Rudolph and Apollo. Uh, Seth promo says he's going to win the Royal Rumble, takes shots at Paul, says he did it all by himself. He didn't need a Paul Heyman to get where he is. Big E interrupts, tells Seth that he's betting on him so that when he wins the Royal Rumble, he can tap that ass of Mania and beat him the same way he beat him for the NXT title back in the day. Seth says he can't beat him, and he says, well, let's find out tonight. We get the match, and Seth beats Big E, uh, which kind of sucked, but I get it. That's the match you're going with. You don't want him losing before going against Roman. Uh, Super brutality breaks up, and it was super fucking brutal. Like, Nikki did not take this well. It was the, you know, typical, it's not you, it's me. I want to move on. Let's see other people. And Nikki just did not handle it well at all. Uh, Went from Nikki Ash to a full-blown villain. Um, So now I'm going to call her Nikki FBV. That's some 24-7 nonsense. Dana begs Omus for Reggie's life because Omus was literally choking him like David Carradine. Uh, not a good sight. Um, Omus then has a squash match. We got cutting edge with Beth, and we got cutting edge with Beth. I was not happy about this just because this whole feud has been them doing these talk shows, but this was actually really fun and entertaining. Uh, Edge gives us Beth Phoenix history lesson while also fed, fetishizing her powerful thighs. Um, I really thought like after Marisa Miz came out, there was going to be some sort of wife swap situation here. Like there was a lot of flirting and back and forth going on. Beth teases a not so live sex celebration after the show. Um, Miz goes off talking about Maurice beating Beth kind of puts Maurice out there and Maurice is like, fuck this and bails. 
Like I didn't agree to fight her. What the fuck are you doing? Um, and I was, I was all good with it. AJ versus theory ends in DQ. Cause Waller attacks him to set up for that match that we talked about. Um, then we got Alexa bliss in recovery. Uh, just crazy. Alexa. Everyone's like, I want Alexa to come back as, you know, the old Alexa. And I want to, I love this fucking gimmick. I loved this whole fucking thing. I know this is in Alexa's wheelhouse and this is what she loves to do. So I'm happy to see it. Uh, she does not take confronting the loss of Lily very well, loses her shit and starts breaking everything, runs off the therapist. We got a Becky promo, which is basically the same shit, different Elton John cosplay. Um, and then in our main event, Liv and Bianca lose to Dewdrop. Blew my fucking mind. Uh, so we're going to get, well, I mean, Becky screwed Bianca, but we are going to get Double D versus Becky. Becky goes for a manhandle slam. They can't pick her up. So we'll see where this goes. Uh, Monday Night Raw. Outside of RK Bro losing the tag team titles. What are we <laughs> Um, I like Dewdrop winning. I'll swallow that one. I like I like Dewdrop winning. Something different. We all know. For me, it looks like they're, they're just setting up Bianca and Becky for a rematch, mm-hmm. and they're just keeping Bianca strong. And then, and then Dewdrop is definitely the placeholder right now until like Mania, I guess. Because Mania was what is it? Two months away after after February, March. Yeah, it's like April. Yeah. It's in April. It's in April. Is in March. It's, it's the April. beginning of April. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's right around the corner for the most part. Um, that's one thing I do. AJ versus Theory, I'm with it because I just see that they're putting a rocket ship on Theory's back and like, yo, you're getting the fuck up out of here because you look like John Cena 2.0 but younger. Um, that's Every time I see him, I was like, they, I know Vince loved him, loves him. Quick story, he had um, wrestled at House of Glory and Red saw him, was like, yeah, Vince is going to love that guy. This is before he got signed or anything happened. Mm-hmm. He was like, Vince is going to love him. And as you can see, Vince fucking loves him. <laughs> RM from uh, Smack Ross said the same thing when uh, Theory was doing the Evolve stuff, and they had that Evolve show on the network. Yeah. Uh, when you were when Katie was still over with Smack Raw, we were in there, and RM kept saying the same shit. He's like, listen, Theory's going to be a star. WWE signs him. He's he's their kind of guy. He's gonna be big, this and that, blah blah blah. And I can't say he was wrong. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, yeah. Um, another thing I, I I totally enjoyed was yeah, um Biggie, Biggie and Seth. Seth is one of my favorite wrestlers right now. I don't know if, I, if I've said this already, but Seth is just I don't give a fuck what Seth does. He it's it, some shit may not hit, <laughs> but to me, it fucking works. I'll take it. It's like it's like your mom cooks the favorite meal. And that one time it cooked is like it's not as great as it as it always is, but it's still hitting. And that's Seth from you and any any on all types. He's a fucking complete scumbag, and it just fucking works on uh, when he does shit. So I'm swallowing Seth all the way with that one. That's so disgusting. What that sounded. Um, that's that's mostly for the most part. I didn't like Raw too much. It it, it was a little up. Uh, 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 it was a little ah. Uh, so I, I'm spitting raw just to like, you know, <laughs> this is just to spit raw. Just, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, but yeah. You get used to it. You, you really do. You do. 
and yeah. to go with that theory that you were uh, you were talking about, I'm gonna I'm gonna run it back to the porn up thing, which is why we do the whole spit of swallow. Is uh, I love I love Gianna Michaels. She is one of my favorite porn stars. Not every video she does is fantastic, but if she's in it, I'm gonna watch it and I'm probably gonna enjoy it just because she's in it. And that's the same thing with Seth. Yeah, Gianna Michaels is is, is a legend though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's the like, Seth Rollins of Pornhub in this case. Yeah, yeah, yeah Gianna Michaels is um is big time. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we almost got Sarah J on here. Almost. Oh I'm, yeah. I'm still hoping. So I forgot about that. Sarah J. It's I think the list is Gianna Michaels, Sarah J. Lisa Ann. Those are like the my vanilla queens when I was growing up. I'll give you I'll give you Lisa Ann. Um ooh, I really like La Serena 69 lately, but that's neither here nor there. We had to we had to educate Vince on that one. He was missing out. So ooh. my co-host Vince uh did, was not familiar with La Serena 69. Uh and if you're not I either, I don't know who that is. I think I have to definitely go up. check that out when the show ends. Definitely worth a watch. Um I'm with you on. I mean, again, I'm swallowing Alexa. I love that gimmick. I, I love the whole horror movie stuff, the creepy shit. Like Bray was my shit. I don't look at it as they gave Bray's character to her. I, they're not the same. They're adjacent. So I enjoy the shit out of that. Obviously, RK Bro losing the tag team titles is the whole reason I'm spitting or swallowing Raw, and probably <laughs> why Raw was the most enjoyable Raw I've seen in a very long time. Uh, and then again, Biggie and Seth, like they tear it down. So, oh yeah, hands down. Uh, yeah, Biggie, Seth, obviously. Um, I I'm the same with Alexa. Like, I didn't want the goddess or anything else. Like, I like this version of Alexa Bliss, and it's probably the most entertained I've been by Alexa Bliss in a long time when she's this character. So I'm happy she's still like this. Um, I, I'm also gonna swallow Dewdrop winning because I did not expect it, and I'm not mad at it because that means we're yeah. getting Bianca and Liv in the Rumble more than likely. It wasn't yeah. announced yet, but like it's gotta fucking yeah. happen. Um, RK Bro losing, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome, Matt. Thank you. Um, because again, I I'm also not a fan of Riddle. I I love Randy. He shouldn't be with Riddle anymore. Like, we're done with this. He should have been done with this a long time ago. Uh... Oh, uh, Bobby and Brock. Yep. All oh, that yeah. shit in the beginning. Definitely yeah. following that. I'm sorry about that. I, I've, I just remembered, too. So, like, it happens all the time. Um, no, Bobby and Brock... Uh, is something we've wanted and Bobby has come on record and said multiple times that he wanted this match with Brock. Should it be for the title? I don't think so. That's neither here nor there, but we're finally getting this match and Brock ponytail Brock is the best version of Brock. I don't know how many weeks in a row I have to fucking say this. This is the best version of Brock Lesnar. He's having a fun ass time. He's actually talking for himself and Paul's kind of just there Mm-hmm. what more can we ask for and he's like showing up every week it's a new fucking person <laughs> i can't be he's mad actually he's actually working i know who would have thought 
crazy. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I agree with all that. Uh, and like I said, overall, I am swallowing Monday Night Raw. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah, I think I am too. All right. So then the question is, uh, we'll start with Sir Wilkins. What was your favorite show you watched this week? Favorite show I watched this week was Raw. Um, it, 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 it was Raw, but it's it's weird because it was really only because of that Brock and Bobby segment. Because because for me, it was just like, this is good shit. This is, this is what wrestling's about. Like these great promos, you get it. You're anticipating a match. You have two larger than life characters, and you you can't wait for them to go head to head. That's for me is like okay, this is what wrestling's about. So, I, I agree. Um, that on top of RK Bro losing is why Raw is my favorite show. Literally, that like it started my week out really nice. Like. The rest of the week, like, I think I swallowed everything just because I enjoyed wrestling all week because Raw started out really great for me. So I, I'm swallowing one. Raw's my favorite show. Well, even week. though I did, but for some reason, I didn't like the whole show, but it was just that one segment for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I, was, think it, I, if, I don't even think I, that even, I even, I, yeah, I spit, I spit Raw out, but I just love that segment. I watched like six times already. And when you see Seth versus Roman on the mic, it may change you, but right now this is probably your favorite segment of the week. Yeah. It, it, it did the most for you. I got you, Katie. Okay, well, I was gonna. Well, I'm, I lose anyway, so it doesn't really fucking matter what I say. But sure I was does. gonna say, I was gonna say NXT. Okay. I spit two things from NXT. NXT was very good this week. To be fair, close second, but if if RK Bro would have fucking won, you know damn well you would have chose NXT. Hundred percent. I know this man too well. Hundred percent. Been on here too many times. <laughs> uh, that no, that absolutely. If it was not for RK Bro losing, NXT would have been my favorite show of the week. But that is not the case. So, per the Jabberteers podcast, Sir Wilkins, and the Smack and Raw podcast, Raw was the best show of the week. Um, also, because I didn't do it at the beginning of the show, and you have it on, ladies and gentlemen, Young Kings Wrestling has those awesome NWO style Black Lives Matter T-shirts. You guys can go get those from What a Maneuver. It's the pin tweet at Matt Ritter in my bio on Twitter. So go check that out. The money mm-hmm. that is received from those shirts is put into a fund and then donated directly to the people who are affected by racial injustice and police brutality um, through their uh, their GoFundMes, their Kickstarters, things like that. So uh, not only are you getting a dope-ass shirt, but the money is going to a good cause. It is in no way, shape, or form affiliated with the Black Lives Matter organization. Um, this is 100% Reek and TC doing their thing, and uh, they support us. We support them. So we ask you that you go put your money there and do that. Uh, Sir Wilkins, let everyone know about Jobber Tears, the episode you guys just dropped, where they get find you guys, what you got going on. Um, my name is Sir Wilkins of the Jobber Tears podcast. I am one-third of the Jobber Tears podcast. You can find the Jobber Tears podcast on all forms of streaming service, except for Pornhub, which is a great idea for having a uh, a show on uh, we are on youtube we are on once again on all streaming service spotify google amazon you know I, uh, apple all that sounds like one all it we just dropped a new episode this week we, we actually dropped two episodes this week one episode with myron reed of mlw and we just dropped our regular episode this week if you are in the new york city new jersey area we are doing a 
um, Royal Rumble viewing party is the 10th year anniversary of us doing viewing parties in New York City. So 10 years in the game, thumbs in, thumbs are bruised. That's a uh, makeshift um, Lil Wayne line, but that's, that's a here or there. But, but, and you can find me, S-I-R underscore Wilkins, on all forms of social media. And you can find Jabba Tears on all forms of social media as well. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that good shit. You know, the usual metaverse of social media. And uh, like you said, you guys do some really cool shit out there in New York. I know we had uh, Queen PR and Krista Beyond for an episode. They did, yeah. and Queen PR is always talking about the shit you guys got going on on Twitter. So definitely go check that shit out. Uh, I really enjoyed working with you guys out there in New York, Jizzy, them. Uh, I'm working on getting Lovely on, uh, so it should happen soon. Um, in the works. Uh, but, yeah. Katie? You got stuff. You did stuff. Stuff dropped. I do things. I have a podcast. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at KatieRaxon13. The link tree in my bio to take you to all things She Lead Showcase. Our YouTube, twitch.tv slash She Lead Showcase. Uh, Thursdays, 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We have a new episode of She Lead out. Uh, my Inside the Mind of with uh matt because matt interviewed me i was drunk the entire time i bear i i'm surprised i didn't throw up in the episode it actually made sense personal compliment um but i have more lined up thank you i took like 14 shots oh god you finished the bottle i mean well it wasn't a full it was not a full bottle we have to specify this it was about half full I, I threw up later that night, but I didn't throw up on my podcast. Oh, boy. It was not That's a fun neat. night for me. Um, <laughs> but it, it it was entertaining, or at least I hope it was for people who watch or listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can check out all my other interviews I've done. I've done one with Matt, the guys at Young Kings, Vince, Justin. Okay. I have, I have more lined up. We have... Busy, busy B. Warren Hayes. <laughs> yeah, Warren Hayes. Uh, I'm trying to be as busy as I can with my show and everything jizzy um jizzy i, I wasn't gonna like name everybody kyle from april bump <laughs> if we're just naming everybody now well here's the thing so we talked about it you said i love the inside the mind up because it is katie interviewing podcasters about how they got into podcasting and let everyone kind of get to know everyone outside of like what you hear on the show so she gets mm-hmm. not real personal but a little bit in there and uh it's a really entertaining show where you get to know podcasters a little bit better and I think she does a fantastic job. I don't know why the fuck she picked me to interview her, but we did something. We made it fun. I made her get really, really drunk and picked on her a lot. It's an entertaining listen. And you also ran through like our close little group of friends. So you're looking for other podcasters to come on and fill these spots. So if anyone wants to do an inside of the mind episode, definitely hit up Katie. Let her interview you. Say. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. Oh, no problem, Katie. There you go. See, uh, Matt, I love it coming on your show. You, you that, give that's me why guess. I do this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, help you branch out. You guys can find me on Twitter at Matt at M A T T R I D D E R. Also, Twitter and Instagram, Smackin' a Raw Pod. Vince runs the Instagram. I run the Twitter. Creation World is the banner under which the Smackin' a Raw podcast exists. And there you guys can get Dungeons After Dark, Super Flash Hero of Tomorrow, the Creation Conversation if Travis ever brings it back. 
but also us. That is at facebook.com slash creation world, creationworld.com, and on Twitter and Instagram at the creation world, T H E C R E A T I A world. We also have Facebook, facebook.com slash Raw. If you're over on Facebook, you want to check that group out, come give us a listen. Uh, we are the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. Sir Wilkins, thank you for being on tonight. I hope you had a fun time and I hope you want to come back because I'd love to have you back. I will come back. Um, I did have a fun time. Sorry for the yawning. It is past no problem. Past time. It's okay. We get it. <laughs> but I really appreciate it. I had a really good time, man. Um, thank you for reaching out. And um, I'm happy that you get to come back one again. All right. So for the interim Pornhub Poppy, Miss Katie Kinsey Bebe, and Sir Wilkins, I am the patron state of podcast and the warden Mad Ritter. We are Smackin' Raw, the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub.